Hemshechayim Beis, Volume One, we're up to Maimer Twenty Nine. Part of Shalom Nafshi. Shabbos Pasha Yeshev Chav Kislev. One hundred years ago. Maimer Twenty Nine. And Maimer Twenty Nine, the Friedrich Rebbe says a summary. Svidus Evan Sapi Primis Akelim. So we're in in midst of the discussion of the three interpretations of Svidus. From the word misper, number, which refers primarily to the outer containers, the quantity, the structure of existence is a number, measurable, countable. To the second interpretation from the word sipur, narrative, that it tells a story, and tells a story of the secret thoughts, tells a story of the kalim reveal the air, the divine energy, the divine energy and the kalim together reveal their source in air hagvul the finite energy, and all the way that they reveal even the bleakful. From one idea you come to the next. So it reveals even the bleakful in existence. So we moved into the third interpretation, Evan Sapir, which began in chapter um, in Evan Azais, chapter 104. After explaining that there is in Kreches and Levushim, that Kreches are transparent channels, containers are transparent channels, Evan Sapir, they, uh, they're luminescent, meaning they're, they're bright and they transparently um, reveal the energy. Mm-hmm. Garments on the hand, levushim, or parse in the Lushan of Kabbalah. The curtains are the garments that conceal, which begins the root of problems because when something is too concealed, you can begin to feel too independent and forget about the divine energy, the source. So that went into a long discussion that this is the story of Yaakov and Lovan. Yaakov basically wanted to preserve the container flow. Wanted not only to preserve it, but to bring a flow of divine presence in Biyah, in Nifradim, in the Avonim, stones, in the letters. That's why he keeps using examples of letters and words. Stones are letters. And take the letters, as we see them tangible, raw letters in this world, and connect them to the idea behind the letters, all the way to the godliness in it, in Atsilis, and even higher than Atsilis, all the way to the Erhablikvu. Basically, take the Evan, take the Avonim, make an Evan, all the way to an Evan Sapir. Make the stone into a Matseva, as he said, that's the elevation of Malchus. Malchus is fallen in this world, it's concealed, it's in a fallen state, to raise it, lift it up into a pillar. And then that will be Yiel Beis Alekim, like he said in the beginning of his journey. Lovan, on the other hand, is a garment oriented person, he wants to block the flow. So the natural garments, or so-called the inherent garments, necessary garments in Gdusha that exist. And Lovan of Gdusha also participates in that from Keser, from higher than Atzilus and Atzilus. <laughs> but Lovan of Klippa, Lovan down on earth, he wants to intensify the, the cloaking, the shrouds, to the point that the flow should not come through. He doesn't want to be bitl, so he doesn't want Atzilus to come to Biyah, he doesn't want Biyah to go to Atzilus. That's the summation of it all. And Yaakov makes the Matseva, who does wants to elevate, wants to elevate Malchus, the stone, upward, and bring Atzilus into it, and as it enters into Biyah, to draw down all the way, and to draw down the divine. And this is also the story of the doors, basically the portal. Then the Beis Amikdash, you had open door, uh, doorways, openings, in most cases, you had doors that were opened and closed at different times. That's Malchus, the lower level of Malchus. As it flows into Biyah, it regulates, filters the flow. Then you have the Ulam, the hall, where the door is always open. 
it's always open. This represents Eiragvul that is higher than just the regular Eiragvul. Eiragvul is subject to the gradations and the and the and the closings and openings. Eiragvul, the infinite divine light, comes from a place that is beyond, so it pierces. And then you have the primius malchus, the inner malchus, so to speak. What Yaakov makes a matzeva, that's where he's drawing from that bligvul, from the from the open door into the doors, into the regular where the doors are open and closed. That's uh, the picture. That's where we're up to right now. And then after he finished his beard of love and Yaakov doing all these activities and bringing down the lakus, the divine, and all the levels we spoke about, then he's ready to meet Esav. After he finishes with Kesa Chachma Bina of Klippa, of Lovon, the Levushim and the Makifim of Klippa, Lovon was about Levushim. We go down to Esav, the beard of Esav, in Lovon, Garti tells him, I did that beard and now I'm ready for you. The details are not spelled out. In other words, if Yilovan is Levushim, what was Esau's clip? He doesn't really spell that out here. That's discussed in other places. Not really the focus, because it's, it's really the end of the Mimer, remember, to answer the question at the beginning. The main focus here is Lovan and Yaakov, clearly. So Esau, that's not a topic here. In other places, it talks about Esau, as he says, is Midas, is Zov Klippa. So clearly, Esau's battle with Yaakov is far more, not like just concealing the divine flow. It's more, much more like an equal. You know, like they, they fought with you. They were twins. Remember, Lovon at the end of the day is his uncle. Esav is his alter ego. So Esav's battle with Yaakov is, is definitely in Biyah, in basically it's like Nefshel Kisnef Shabamis, I would say, animal and, and divine soul, the, the general battle that goes on even after all this takes place. But after Yaakov's preparatory stages of refining the, the Lovon, building his family there, the Tzayn Lovon, obviously it gives us the power to fight this war forever. So the real battle between Yaakov, the real battle that we have today, I would say, is much more Yaakov Esau battle. Lovan is a battle on a particular area, the root of the klippa, of blocking the flow and so on. Esau is more the so-called the daily, the daily uh, struggles we have, on a basic level. So yeah, you know, Lovan comes into play when it comes to your garments, looking good, shameless, I see it, covered the different things that he said. But the Esau is far more, you know, the real where the Nefesh Elikis Nefesh Abamis reside in Zoh, in the, in the Midas. He doesn't spell it out, but that's apparent what's going on. So Lovin is really where it begins, because that's where the root is. If Lovin is blocking the flow, it's going to be much harder to fight this battle with Esau. So that's why winning with Lovin is a critical step in uh, in going to the next. And we still have plenty of challenges. He needs a higher energy to be able to fight that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's learn, and we'll go as far as we can go here. I don't think we'll do the whole chapter, but uh, we'll start. And of course, as I wrote in my article this this week that uh, was a surprise, you know, when you hear what's going on today, confrontations with the nations. Okay, it's already almost 3,500 years old, and uh, this week's Parsha. The confrontations began a long time ago, and, uh, and uh, so that's the story of our lives. One sheep surrounded by 70 nations. 70 wolves. Ah, that line I'm for sure going to use, that's for sure, that's a good line. 120 wolves today. Okay, good. So the, the wolves have had some children. I know, like we, yeah. But remember, however, if you depend your lot on the nations, then you're going to go down with the nations. We don't, not dependent on the nations. And this going Yankov, I'm definitely going to make that statement. I'm a I can't control myself. I might have to apply. 
You want to text in to BBC. Okay, let's learn something. I need the Kaychus from AI and Bayes. I'm going into, like, it's like, you know, when you go into the battle with Esav, that's from Hechel the Kaychus. The truth is, I debated, is it even an issue that I should even be on a panel with Palestinians? It's another story. And, well, maybe better than nobody, better than someone else screwing it up, so I might as well do it. How did they get to Someone referred them to me. I don't even know. That's the first time you talk about BBC? Not the first time, probably. It's an artificial term, Palestinians. I mean, what do they got to do Palestinians? They're Jordanians, they're nomads. I'd be true that was born there, it was also Palestinian. Before 1940, I was born there, it was also Palestinian. Yeah, yeah. That's what you used to say in Russia. Both Palestinians. Okay, Pod the Bishalom Nafshi Mikrovli. This is the Maimur Vayesh of Chav Kislev Tofresh Ayin Gimel, 1912. So it's a Pad Maimur, there we go. Pad Vishal Nafshi Mikrovli, which means redeem my soul, my spirit, Bishalom. It's very fitting. In peace, Mikrovli. And of course, Mikrovli has all its all the definitions, but the simple definition is Mikrov from the battles. That they fought with me. It's basically Afshalom, David speaking, King David speaking about his son battling him. Yeah. Because it's men. It's different to Mikrov. Mikrov is Krov a war or Mikrov is a. Kibarabim Hoyimodi. This also has many interpretations, but that's. Kibarabim that stood against me. Many stood against me. Hoyimodi that many stood with me. This is Gemara Brochus. This is a classic. That's considered, the Hashem says, as if, as if you redeem me, and my children, from among the nations. Yeah, this is very fitting, right? This is what you have to remember. This is the end of the story. Let's not forget this. Well, Peter Shrashi, Rashi says, the Betedek Siv, Cholodon Siv, Shalom. What's the connection? Why is Tedek Mils Chasodim and Mispalim Atsiv bring up Padia, Bishalom, meaning a redemption and peace? He says, because they're all connected. Rashi says. Learning Tedek, it says, but it says about Tedek, it says, Cholodon Siv, Shalom. All its paths are peaceful. Ugmils Chasodim, maybe Shalom, Ben Ishle, Deyeyo. And when we're kind to each other, it brings peace between a person and his friend and another. Rashi says, It's davening with a tzibur, with a group, with a quorum. That's meaning you're together with others, which I guess is also a form of shalom. Or maybe that's the connection to the Pasuk. Uh-huh. The first two shalom, because shalom, and maybe Shalom and Spalim Matzibur is the Berabim Hoyemadi. That's how it's hinted to in the Pasuk, actually. Navdafka Shalom. In other words, the Pasuk connects to these three things. But Sarach Lava Mawiyin Habadiyah Lamaila. What does it mean, redemption above? The Abdiyah Ben Hisham is Yisrael Nicha. Redemption of the souls because they go down below and they're trapped in Golas or in exile. So it makes sense. You're redeeming them. Or even talk about David HaMelech from his challenges. But what does it mean, Pada'ani, Eisi? And interesting, the Postal says, Padre Shalom Nafshi, he's talking about himself, he's not talking about God. 
I'm not, it doesn't say that question here, but what's, what's, what's the Padilla above? What shaykh? How is it possible that the concept of redemption above? We also have to understand why the that the pedia, the redemption, or salvation, the freedom pedia is also is like freeing. So matra surim, as we learned, is specifically through these three things: the teira, gmach, Through teira, gmilus chasadim, and fila b'tzibur. And that prayer alone. Not play a prayer, plain prayer. Tefillah b'tzibur dafk. It's like a double question. These three things, and why tefillah b'tzibur, and not just tefillah. It doesn't say teira b'tzibur. It says tefillah b'tzibur. Allahov is ayesh lahak demashin is baraliel to understand this. We preface, as we discussed earlier, being vayikach Yaakov Evan vayerimo matzeva. The Yaakov took a stone and lifted it up and raised it as a pillar. Shuzawa kamas amalchus. We discussed this is the raising of Malchus, which is the force, the divine force as it enters into existence from an akuda, just a point, essentially a, a initial point, to make turn it into a partsif, into a full blown entity. And we explained, and it was explained, that this point is how Malchus descends. And manifests in Biyah. Biyah refers here to the general created worlds, where the divine is not apparent. It's already a creation that has its own identity. And he made and built and was and he made a partsuv. He built a face, a, a, a full configuration. This is atzilus, the partsuv. The nikud is how it descends in Biyah, like the, the rose among the thorns. Like the point that is trapped inside the prison of this world, and uh, made a part of that. Spring Malchus, how it's not silus, where compared to biyat silus is all in kind of surrounding. It's above. It's not internalized, relatively speaking, as we spoke in the previous um, chapters. And this is the level of dalad rapsi echad the higher level of Malchus, as it's Natsilis, the big dollar of Echot Shmai Hashem Echot, that's the power of Dibur, not the letters as they are articulated and have tangible structure, but the Tzura, the, the letters as they are, the Kayach in the soul, and that's the Tzura meaning not just the shape of the letters, but the, not just the tangible structure of the letters, but the Tzura, their spirit, from there, you have the bitl. Because the letters themselves are the substance, the structure, the, the, the so-called the spirit, the content within, that's the bitl, that causes the bitl in the world. That's the tzura that comes from the, the God's desire. So you know, the, the permeating energy that permeates existence, that doesn't create bitl, that creates existence. The bit was created by a deeper level, by the spirit, which comes from the Chefer Sashem. The Kamoi came, B'chinus Malchus, the same thing is with Malchus. Zehu, B'chinus Kei Nasa Same thing in Malchus, that there's the Malchus, the, 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 the deeper part of Malchus, Malchus as it's Natsilis, mm-hmm. which Yaakov draws down, from there creates Bittl in Nevroim. So think of it like this, if you have a teacher who teaches an idea, that idea is now on the table and people can articulate it, they learn it, then the teacher leaves the room, for example. 
So everybody's debating the idea and they discuss it back and forth. So the best they can get is trying to understand what he said. To the point that they can become very uh, very self-confident and say, you know, we really get it. And they become a mitzvah in their own minds. Then the teacher comes in and he's the one, the source where it came from. And when he comes in, there's a bitl to him because he's not just the words that he said, he's the source of the words. So in a sense, he can introduce a whole level of another level dimension that cannot be introduced just through the letters themselves. So that's like a higher dimension that introduces the bit. So Perikushit Gimel. Now he continues. Pardis Erech Matseva, now the Pardis Erech Matseva. I've been quoting a lot from the Pardis. Tell me when it's uh, 22. Okay? Erech Matseva, in the entry on the word Matseva. The Pardis is a safer from the Ramak, Ramosha Kordaviro, who was a little older than Darizal. They were repairs. And he was a great Kabbalist, obviously. And he was the greatest till Darizal. When Darizal came, Darizal, in a sense, is the final say. But the Pardis is a very intellectual branch of Kabbalah. If you read the Pardis, you can actually understand it. It's not cryptic, like, uh, let's say, Priyat or, or even Zayar. He has about Tzimtzum also? No, he doesn't have Tzimtzum. says he didn't know that. Right, so the Pardis has the whole system without the Tzimtzum. Um, but he has, but it's, it's very powerful safer, and obviously it's completely complete authority. That's why he's quoted a lot. And it's there's big debates about reconciling the Pardis's approach to Kabbalah and Darizal, because there are differences, and there are those that say the Pardis speaks more through Eres de Teu, and Darizal is more Tikkun. There's, a, there's such explanations by Kabbalah and Kabbalah. I'm not going to go into all the details here, but Chassidus obviously brings from both, and in many ways reconciles between the two, because there's a lot of similarities, and they were pairs. You know, the Ravizal was maspid. He eulogized the Ramak when he passed away in unbelievable terms. So the Rabbi has a sikh about it. Pisalisa, Ish, Ishala, talks about a whole thing. And compares him that the Pardis. And he followed the, by, by, the, by his Levi, he followed him anyway. The point I'm only making is because some people ask me about the Pardis. The Pardis is quoted, obviously, all the three interpretations of Sviris is coming from the Pardis. So now he uses the past. So the Pardis is structured, the Shara Tzilas, the Shara Kesirim Ha'ensef. It's, it's a book, I have it here if you want to look at it. And there's also a thing on Pardis called Shar Erche Hakinuim, where he basically takes terms in Olive Bays, like an encyclopedia. So that's where you have Erech Matseva, Erech Sfira. Yeah, but more detailed. Meir is very short, but it's very similar to that. There's three main Kabbalists for him that do that, that are reliable. The Pardis, Meir Meir is more that is also. Approach. Amir is very, very short, very brief. And then there's a Kehelis Yaakov, also does that. There's three books that that are. Yaakov, a couple, uh, he's, a, he's ended a little before the Bashamtiv. It's also, I mean, legitimate. He's really more a gatherer. But they're all, these are, they take letters if you want to know, like, what is Shelag? What is Shulchan? What is Shabbos? They'll just give you the letter, the, what the definition in Kabbalah, what level that is. With sources from Zayar or wherever it comes. The Pardis usually elaborates a bit more. So here Pardis, Erech Matseva means the entry on the word Matseva, letter Mem. Kosov, he writes like this. Ke'amalchus b'yesim yuchedes imatiferes nikri Matseva. Ke'amalchus b'yesim yuchedes, as it is united with Tiferes, that's what's called Matseva. Ulechein shayich zel Yaakov shu Tiferes. And that's why this is connected to Yaakov, because he's Tiferes. Now, just for comparative purposes, which is why I just elaborated, if you go back to chapter Kuftes, there he brought the Me'er Osmem, 
Mem, a letter Mem, and Os Pei Beis, Isa Matseva, Akomas Malchus, because it's Nakuda Lasesa Patsuf. So you see that I am Beis is literally doing a study on Matseva, how is the Meir Er, and these last few chapters were all explaining the Meir Er, the Nakuda, the, the lifting of the Nakuda into a Patsuf. Just one line in the Meir Er in the beginning of chapter 199. Now he's saying, Meir Er is Yakum Papirish, Tamidi Arizal, Tamidi Tamidi Arizal. He's, yeah, completely... I mean, these are by sample. These are Al-Tareb. They all, they're brought to this all the time. Mem And here, so you see, that's what the, he says. He says it's Malchus being lifted up. The part of this adds, it's Malchus as it is united with Tiferes. You already see that he reconciled, because remember he spoke about two levels of Malchus. A Malchus as it's Natsilis. That means how it's Miochedes and Tiferes. And Malchus how it's in Biyah. So... If you recall, those were the two things he spoke in chapter 108. He spoke about Malchus also, two things. And you could say how Malchus, the Nekudah is Malchus as it's in... Uh, I'm sorry, in that chapter, in 109. Yeah, in 109. Yeah. In that same 109, there's Malchus as in Atzillus, and there's Malchus as it comes in Biyah. And Yaakov is bringing what we learned till now from Atzillus into... Uh, Malchus and Atzillus into Biyah. So this is what he says here. The chenu b'zeir pashanech dafayim beis beis the same as in zeir pashanech seventy two b al posuk ve'even azeis asher samti matseva. The zeir and what does the zeir say on this posuk? My matseva. What is a matseva? The zeir says to have a nefil of ukimla. What's a matseva? A matseva is a marker, a pillar. To have a nefil because something fell. There was a fall. Ve'ukimla, and he lifted it. And he raised it. It's very similar to the words in the Meir. And he anointed, he poured oil on top of it, on this stone. So notice, after he put it up, set it up as a pillar, he poured oil on it. This is all there. Because in Yaakov is dependent. The thing is dependent. Talia Milsa usually means like either existence is dependent. But the, the, the whole Amshach, the whole transmission here is dependent in Yaakov. That to accomplish more than the regular people of the world. In other words, Yaakov is doing something, achieving something that regular people don't achieve. Here it's in a state, something is in a state of the fallen state, and he lifts it up, and he pours the oil on it. So the Zayar says, because in Yaakov is dependent. Why did he do this? Because Yaakov is like a tzaddik, you say that. He was doing something that the world was dependent on, that regular people are unable to do or don't accomplish. Umavaya Sham. Sham may be Zer or the Padis, I'm not sure. Shazayin Vishlemi Yoshev. That this is the Inyan of Shlemi sitting on his kisei, on his throne. Vitokin Malchusim Aid. Vitikin Malchusim Aid. And his Malchus was stood on a firm on very firm uh, pinnings, underpinnings. Very. The Hainu the Havakaima Sid Bashlamusa. Which means, because in his time, was the, the moon was complete. I mean, obviously it's a little cryptic, but the moon here is Malchus. So he's talking about the moon being in its full state. Like it says in the first volume of Zer, 200, 243a. And this lifting up, in this form, is Dafka through Yankov Kamoshi's board, as we shall explain.
I'll read a few a little more because I have to slow in a few minutes. Okay. So what he did was a quote here the Pardis. He quoted the Zohar, which throws into the whole pot. Now after we learned the Me'er Air about Malchus being lifted up, now he's bringing it more, connecting it to Teferis and connecting it to Shleim Melech, and it's all connected. We'll understand it as he explains. So now he explains what is. A, the full moon. This Indian, now the Indian, this Indian of a complete moon. Kaima, you see the word Kaima. It's not just there was a complete moon. Kaima is like um, sustaining, uh, uh, um, what's the word? Establishing it. Like you said here, it's the type of establishment. It's a, it's, in other words, it's a building up of an, a, a building of something, structure. What is it in Ruchnius? It means that the energy, the light, should radiate in the entire Malchus, also in its five lower spheres. So let me explain. The moon is the dark side of the moon, is the bright side of the moon. The truth is the dark is always dark and the bright is always bright. The question is only the angle to us. Because the sun is always shining. There's always an area where the... the, the now when the angle is to us, because the key thing of the moon is to radiate on earth. So it goes like this: the the, the the five sides that are dark, toss, meaning not we're not talking about the moon itself, is the five five lower spheres of Malchus. The five higher spheres is the 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 illuminated side. So when we have a full moon, when we have a full moon, huh? No, we're getting well. Since we get the no no, I made a mistake. No, when we get the full moon, when we get a new moon. We have only the top five. There's no real revelation. When the full moon is also the lower spheres are also illuminated, so we see it too. That's the point. So we have also the five that also in Biya, down on earth, we get that radiation. Because the ten spheres separate, divide into two general categories. I'm sorry. The five higher five spheres, the lower five spheres. In other words, behind the kachav v'das, hakel primis chesed gvura. Yeah, yeah. He's saying kesser chach mabina and das, so that's four. And that kail that encompasses primis of chesed and gvura. Yeah, the teferes are kail chetzenis chesed gvura, v'nihi. And the bottom five are teferes which encompass the lower chesed and gvura, and that's a chayin yisod. So what do we have here? So the number teferes really breaks into two, plus netzach chayin yisod. That's five, and the other way around, kesser chachm bina is three, and das breaks into two, so that's five. Malchus is not counted here because the Malchus is the moon. So we're talking here the sun. So you have you have ten outside of Malchus. Keser, Chachma, Bina, then Das, which really breaks into two, so that's five. And then you have Teferes, which breaks into two. Netzach, Hoid, uh, which breaks into two. Netzach, Hoid, Yisod, ten. Here we do because this is in this context of how the Malchus is receiving from them. He's not counting the ten spheres here in the context of ten. He's counting the ten two higher levels. It's another count, another way of counting. 
No, there's no level because there's no, no Malchus is not counted here. Malchus is a recipient in this case. Okay. Then at first, well, then at the first, yes, Lashnei Mitzias. Because the Fedis has in it two Mitzias, two entities. There's how it's higher than this Kalas. It's its own entity. It's not just a, a, a combination of love and discipline. And the second thing in Tiferes is that it encompasses love and discipline. Like the Pardis says in Shadal Pedigbez, and that's the meaning, Moshe is Milagav, meaning from inside, and Yaakov is Milabar. Many levels are talking about like the same level, but on the inside it's Moshe. And Yaakov is the other side of the same level going outward. So Teferis on its own, that's, Yaakov, that's Moshe. And Teferis says it encompasses Chesna Gvura, or you could really say it the other way around, that I'm not sure. And in more details, there are Beis Miniskalos, Sheyesh B'Teferis. More detail, this refers to two levels of encompassing that Teferis has. Echad is called the Chesed Gvara. One is the, the, the interconnectivity of love and discipline. Shnei Mokim Zelazeh. Which means they, they leave space for one another. Which means they only tolerate each other. And the second that they actually receive from one another. To the point you can't even distinguish from head to bottom. Head to, head to, top, head to toe. Like it says and explained elsewhere. And this level, this higher level, Tiferes is like Das. And the first type of interconnectivity is the outer Tiferes. So we see from this, the that the higher five spheres, that's in general the inner spheres, and the lower five spheres are the external ones. So Tiferes is has it's connected to Chesed Gura, but they don't really get encompassed together. So that's from the lower levels. And then there's a Teferis that connects to Das. Okay, I think we'll stop here. I have to stop here. Let's stop here. One second. So I did the beginning of chapter 218. Beginning of, I'm sorry, page 218 and top 219, chapter 113. We'll stop here. Yeah.